<laughs> you contacted me. <laughs> Good morning, Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Chuck. With me, as always, the one who knows just about everything there is to know, especially about insurrections, (laughs) Mr. Nathaniel Insurrecting Paul Thurston. I'm an insurrection expert. Okay, it's uh, check my Twitter handle. You're in bio. You're an insurrectionist extortionist. Exactly. Yes, guys, we <laughs> we have come here today to incite liberty across the world. Yes. All right. If we we're, get... <laughs> we're inciting freedom. That's that's the whole goal of this show. We are here to incite liberty to the masses. We are all about incitement. Yeah. Let's incite peace and love and all those things. Yes. Also, we'll be reading you the definition of incitement today, but this is the Good Morning Liberty podcast. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. So Mm -hmm. you want to smash that subscribe button or the follow button on whatever tyrannical app you use to listen to the podcast. (laughs) From whatever tyrannical app store that's coming from. Whichever one of the several monopolies you can choose from. To listen to your podcast, make sure you hit subscribe or follow. All right. That is where we want you to listen to us. Nice we, sound effects, by the way. We should start adding sound effects to like everything we do. We sh- like like, a, like an old school radio we show. We like a bong. <laughs> Some kind of thing like that. Like, like an old school radio show. <laughs> What's that, Bob? <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. But anyway, you want to make sure that you follow us, uh, subscribe, become a member of the Patreon before it's too late. Uh, you know, we, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, we are, you know, if you guys have other ideas for how to go live and all that, of course, I think we'll be looking around at every different app and website that there is. We'll be trying to build some of our own ways and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm not ready to, we'll get into this, but I'm not ready to leave Twitter and Facebook just yet. Although they did just get close to my line, which is which is uh, removing Ron Paul from Facebook. Yeah. I don't know uh, if, you know what, if that wasn't my line, then what the hell is, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I shorted Twitter, by the way. Did you? Yeah, it's going well. Yeah, that's good. I haven't even looked to see what they were doing today. Um, but obviously- They ton- gapped down majorly Did this they? morning. <laughs> yeah. Tons of news, tons of stuff going on. You guys know what's going on because if you're as addicted to the mayhem as I am, you were scrolling, doom scrolling your Twitter feeds all weekend trying to see whose Twitter feed you weren't seeing anymore or how many followers you lost. We lost about 100 followers over the weekend, some, something like that on Twitter. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's a significant percentage. We don't have a massive Twitter following somehow, but uh, we, we did lose 100 followers over the weekend. But well, we gained almost 200 on Instagram. Thank, we did. Thank you, folks, for, yeah. for following that. Yeah, order, we, order that I gave you. <laughs> yeah, we didn't hit I that I incited 10K. you to follow our Instagram and... Did. And follow you did. We're we're not at 10K that yet, though, as you mentioned, Nate. So please, if you have not followed us on Instagram, go follow. We're almost there. And then as soon as we get kicked off of there, it's not going to matter. But let's get to 10K before we get kicked off. You know, I haven't heard <laughs> haven't heard many people on the left calling to break up the big tech companies lately. You think that's still going to be a thing? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Absolutely won't. They have all the control now. I know. We, we like our big tech companies the way that they are. Yeah, like you said, we're going to get on into all of this, but I, as I said on the show previously, I believe on Friday, Thursday or Friday, I've been going back and forth on what I feel because I, there's so many mixed emotions and I text you this weekend and I'm like, dude, I'm just like, after the whole Amazon web server thing with parlor, it just makes, I'm sick to my stomach at the, I'm just sick that the, that we're moving in this type of direction now. Of course, we're going to get into the libertarian talk, and it's going to make a lot of you mad that these are private companies and they can do what they want, and it's all true. <laughs> Maurice had good comments on that, though. I do. But, I am going to read some of the comments we had. But so. anyway, this whole thing that's been happening is just absolutely insanity to me. I, I didn't see... Of course, maybe I saw this coming, but I just didn't see it happening this quickly. It, tyranny went parabolic over the last it year. Did. <laughs> it pulled a Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just... Whew, yeah, two hundred thousand percent. Who knew that? Who knew that tyranny was actually like a Tesla ETF? Right, <laughs> like that's actually what it was. It just it just follows Tesla's yeah. stock price. That's what it does. And if you don't know what we're talking about, head over to mastermytrades.com, <laughs> folks. We just put a new video up today. 
Okay, so obviously Parler has been taken down for the moment. They did say that they're going to be creating their own servers uh, so they can host their own website and everything. Um, you know, Amazon did uh, end their contract with them. They're no longer allowed to use uh, AWS for Parler. Now, listen, we don't use Parler very much, honestly. Mm. I, I'll, I'll say an unpopular opinion. Well, you know what? They, the reason why they did it was because Trump created a, a Parler account after he got booted <laughs> yeah. off Twitter. Yeah, and so then right after he created a Parler account, then all of a sudden, somehow Parler Parler is now part of the alt right. Yeah, you know, inciting violence, inciting and all, violence. all that kind of yeah, stuff. Exactly. I don't. My unpopular opinion is Parler kind of sucks, and they need to up their game. It's like, not I, great. I have not had a good experience on the app whatsoever. I found a better one. Did you? Yes. You got. We're making some accounts on some other stuff. So called Gab. So if you're on Gab, go follow us there. Good morning, Liberty on Gab. Go be our first follower on Gab. We yeah. just made an account. <laughs> now, they have been having trouble because they had, um, I want to say, almost a million people signed up for Gab over the weekend. Yeah. So it's another one. They're obviously not down because they've already decentralized. They already got booted off Amazon. So, and they have their own, they, they have similar policies. You can't make direct threats of violence or anything like that. And look, there are people all across the interwebs that are racist and inciting violence and, and making threats both on the left and the right, by the way. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk about that. Um, especially I thought Kelly Paul had a great tweet. Um, I believe you have that in here. Yep. So we're going to go through all of that. And, and honestly, we're just in a time where we have become so polarized and what we have to do is continue to talk about these ideas and try well, and ultimately avoid violence at all, at all costs. As much as possible. Yes. Um, I, I do agree. We have to figure out, one, we got to pinpoint what we're upset about, and we're going to have to talk about that for a bit. And then we also have to talk about how we move forward from here and what the actual strategy is. Um, because it's, it's not to go, uh, listen, the strategy right now, in my opinion, is not to go make martyrs all of the out of the politicians that you hate. All right. If you if you catch if you catch my drift, that's not mm. the way to do it. I'm trying to unincite violence right now. That's not that's not where we're at right now. So that's if that's not the answer, then what is the answer? You know, if it's not to do that, then what's the answer? What are we going to do as as free thinking libertarian people right here? And um, one question I was going to ask you, Charlie, has what's happened with Parler and people being taken off of Facebook and Twitter and Trump being banned and all this kind of stuff? Has that um has that changed any of your views or challenged your views on the free market can, you know, will find a way and, you know, get over it and their private companies and, and all this? Or are you like, oh, I kind of wish there was some First Amendment protections in some kind of way? Or are you still good? Well, it de so it depends on what level it gets down to. Right now, I'm okay. Yeah. But when you, when you have institutions that are heavily regulated by government that, f that are forcing competition out. So I'm talking about internet service providers and I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to talk about, uh, payment merchants. So when you have, you know, JP Morgan or visa and the different payment merchants that are heavily regulated, that basically make it impossible for competition to come in the banking system, let's say. So then it's impossible for people to make money if you don't, you know, if you don't participate or internet service providers where they don't allow you to even host your own servers. And then they've basically made it impossible for you to lay your own lines to get connected, you know, to the interwebs. That so is if it gets down to that level where it's so government, so heavily government regulated that it's impossible for competition to move in, then I have an issue because now you can't compete. It's impossible. You, you can't lay your own internet lines. No, if you want to, no, and that's heavily regulated. And so what you're saying is if you boil the principle all the way down and you say, well, create your own app, create your own server system, create your own internet, uh, do, do all of that, create your own bank. What you're saying is you actually can't because all those things are heavily regulated by the government. Yes. And so then there are some, uh, there are some problems that we have to address, which the problem that we still come down to in all of this is how big the government is and how much, how much power they have. Yes. It's still the, the free market is still the answer. Yes. The actual free market is still the answer in all of it. It is. There just isn't one. 
So that's the problem. Yeah, we're not op- we're not operating in unfettered capitalism <clears throat> as those on the left would like you to believe. Yeah, that's our actual problem. Uh, I'll read what uh, Maurice said about the private company thing. Um, he said, I think it's easy for us to say that they are private companies. They can do what they want. But the thing is, they really aren't private companies. These are companies that are essentially owned by the government and the government can use for what they want. We've talked about this a lot. Instead of capitalism, we are closer to fascism in the U.S. Uh, That's true. The government makes it hard for other tech companies to start up. And not to mention when you now have big tech trying to stifle other venues of connectivity. If the government didn't interfere in any of this, and this was truly a free market, there's no issue. But that's not the case. Those tech companies are truly an extension of the government. And that is that is true. What I can say is that, and I know Maurice thinks this too, like, I don't have any government. I don't have a, a, I don't have a law I can pass that fixes this. Like, I don't have a politician I can get in there that's going to have a bill that's going to go through Congress that's going to fix the censorship issue because I don't see the U.S. government as a solution to any problems unless what the they are doing... The answer can't be more government. No, it can't. That can't be the answer. Unless they are removing regulations, taking right. regulations out of the office, then out of the uh, out of the market. And out of office. We and out like of office. office either. I don't like regulations in either mm-hmm. one of those places. I want a free office. Yeah. And I also want a free market. Okay, some of the other uh, some of the other people in the group said. Um, <clears throat> see, Jeremy said, number one, they're they are a company, and because I believe in free market, they can do what they want. It's up to them. They feel it's something they want to do. My choice is to my choice to follow them or not. However, the government has to rescind any kind of agreement that it has with uh, as a public forum, as kind of funding support should not be provided outside the free market, uh, which likens me back to the free market altogether. It better be free. We're talking about an actual free market here free of government in all regards, and uh, as well as free to fail if they don't offer what the market drives. And so we we see things like uh, these companies having government contracts. We see them, I don't know if they actually receive, uh, let's say they receive more money back when we talk about, you know, money, the, uh, the big companies and uh, whatever stimulus money they're getting or whatever kind of money they're getting and taxes being reduced, all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know if they still paid more money into the system than what they received back uh, in that kind of way. Uh, so like if Facebook, for some reason, received a tax deduction, um, I don't consider that to be them getting any kind of government money. I consider them that to be them being released out of the prison that we're all in. And I'm happy for them if that is what, ha- mm-hmm. what happens. Um, but there is a problem here. They get government contracts. Um, the market, like Charlie said... Is not actually free. I can't start my own internet company and run lines without permission from the government. And and so <clears throat> what am I going to do when the actual market doesn't exist? I, I don't know what that answer is yet. Mm-hmm. It's I, I don't know what it is yet. Parler thought they had the answer, which was to create a platform uh, that allowed almost any kind of speech that you could have in there. And of course, we see what happened to them. So... Well, they were hosted on a, you know, <clears throat> they were hosted on someone else's servers. That's the problem. Yeah, <clears throat> and Nicole says uh, cronyism. That's that's what it is, for sure. Um, and then also them banning Ron Paul today. That's kind of frustrating. That's getting my that's getting my libertarian up, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's gonna hurt. He says with no explanation other than repeatedly going against our community standards, Facebook has blocked me from managing my page. Never have we received notice of violating community standards in the past, and nowhere is the offending post identified. So he has been removed. That's not good. That's the same thing that happened to me, by the way. Yeah. They don't tell you what you did. Basically, you and Ron Paul, that kind of same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So me and Ron, we're basically the same person. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, a younger, taller version. Now, we do currently have a warning on our private Patreon Facebook group, by the way, that we need to clean up the content on our private Facebook group. We do have a warning right now uh, that we have <laughs> whatever... Uh, out of context information or stuff like that. We probably said that the left committed violence and didn't say that the right does too or something like that. So they're going to end up getting rid of the group. I don't know. It's uh, we'll see if they allow us to continue. So I don't know, man. What do you think about this whole incitement thing? I, I think it's, well, first of all, it's absurd. And then two, there's a massive double standard. Yeah. And we, we went over some of those. Um, The one, specifically that comes to mind is Bernie Sanders and, and the Bernie Sanders supporter who went and actually shot a, a sitting U S Senator. <laughs> like 
And he almost died, yeah. by the way. <clears throat> was he a senator or congressman? I want to get that right. Uh, I can't we'll remember. See. Scalise, I believe, was his name. Yeah. Um, I want to say he's a senator. I want to say it was senators at the ball field. Yeah. But either way, a, 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 an elected representative. House. House Majority Whip Steve Scalise. Sorry. Yeah. House. So at least... And, and the problem I have with that is this person obviously <clears throat> posted all over Twitter. Um and there's multiple instances of threats and all kinds of things that happen from those on the left that don't get banned or they get a warning, they get their accounts back and all of that. And then if it happens to be on the right, then that person's banned indefinitely and can no longer do anything. And even people, what really gets me going is like what you mentioned is Ron Paul. It makes absolutely no sense. I've never seen anything from Ron Paul, and maybe I'm wrong, but I've never seen anything from Ron Paul that would incite violence, that threatens anybody. It's it's this whole, um, you know, Orwellian. If you're if you're not with us, then obviously you're against us. This is the religious ideology playing out, the religious ideology <clears throat> of of progressivism, right? The Almighty Gov. This is principled and, leftism. Yes, is what's happening, and 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 it becomes a dogma, and if you're not that if you're not with me, you're against me. And so if you're not posting things that I agree with, well, obviously you're evil. You're evil and we must dispose of you. We cannot have your hatred and your violence spurring about. You know, I was looking up different things that I could go towards um, besides the, the mainstream, let's say, uh, social media companies. And so I was looking into uh, Gab, which, um, which I find to be one of the best currently. Uh, because they've already had to decentralize their servers and they've already been banned from, they were banned from Amazon like four years ago. (laughs) Um, So they've already had to set up their own infrastructure. Um, They've all, they've already had to set up all those things. And so they're more poised to be one of the top players when it comes to all these people moving over. In fact, I think they had almost a million people sign up this weekend. Um, I think I read that they added like 16 new servers to try to handle all the traffic. It's still going really slow on Gab, but then I also saw the CEO was talking about creating phones and they have their own app store. They have their own web browser, by the way, it's called Dissenter uh, as their web browser. <laughs> so you can't, because eventually Chrome, like Google's going to not allow you to go to Gab. Yeah. You know, the, the browsers will prevent you from doing it. Microsoft will be the same way. So you have to create essentially your, an entire new infrastructure for people to be able to access the network. And so I think Gab's ahead of the curb on that. And so I was looking things up about them, and it was just a constant stream of vice news articles about how the gab is filled with nothing but neo Nazis and, and alt right people. And I'm going and I go and look through all of it, and I'm looking at posts and different people that are on there, and I don't see anything of the sort. It's like my the the, the news feed I was filled with had nothing to do with all now. Are there alt right people and racists on there? Probably. There's also alt-right people, racists and neo-Nazis on Twitter and Facebook and all kinds of other places. They still exist in society today, but it's not the fault of the platform. You're telling me, here's where I get the most heated. You're telling me that it's okay for people to have a damn hammer and sickle flag as their profile picture. They can list themselves and be proud to be communists. And that's okay. And that's fine with all these leftists because it fits their ideology, even though there's a hundred million bodies stacked up behind that flag. That's an okay flag to have. We're okay with that kind of violence because that violence furthers our ideology. It's okay to bury a father's kids alive in front of him. He actually had to bury his kids as, as Mal made of, as Mal made a father do. That type of violence is okay. That was because he he was killed. That was because he stole a handful of rice because yeah, because a handful of a rice, that's that, yeah. that kind of violence is okay. Not only is it okay, it's encouraged. And the BLM, you're telling me they didn't incite any kind of violence? They didn't have the same type of rhetoric that Trump used when Trump talked about going to protest the House? <laughs> that, that their, their posts weren't the same? Not only were they not taken down, they were emboldened. Yeah, and the, the media, the way that it spins this, and this is where I get so angry that you're... That, just the just the hammer and sickle 
symbol example and how that somehow doesn't incite violence itself. And the attack on Rand Paul and all the people, and I'm talking about when he was attacked by his neighbor and all the people with death threats on Twitter saying, good, my own brother who I call out all the time was like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. You know? He shouldn't be such a terrible person. People still say like his neighbor should go finish the job. Yes. Team Rand Paul's neighbor. Yeah. Died, the guy almost died. Literally. Almost killed him. And that part of his lung taken out. Yeah. You know? He only has like a third of a lung left in that side. It's so, a, so your problem is really, it's the hypocrisy. It's a double standard. Yes. And that's where we get really frustrated. It's it's infuriating. Absolutely infuriating. <clears throat> because then it's then it's like, okay, what's the standard you, ad, you have to adhere to? And the standard you have to adhere to is their standard. It, it's... it's not only is it okay, the normal like can't make threats of violence or any of those types of things. That's that's not what it is. It's either you post what we agree with, you say what we agree with, or we'll shut you down. Now, the left is smart. These are not they're not filled with a bunch of dumb people here. They're really good. Okay. Yeah, they're really smart. Maybe they saw this coming and they set up all these infrastructures to begin with. But it doesn't mean that other voices or other uh, folks can't put things together that can also uh, ultimately drive competition and solve this problem in a nonviolent way. Because I'm with Dr. Martin Luther King, that violence is not the answer. It's not the answer. Not yet. <laughs> I agree. You know, I, if they start putting people in prison camps, then I think that we have, then, then, then it's possible that, we follow Thomas Jefferson's words in the Declaration of Independence, and and we it's our job to alter or abolish. Well, uh, my, I'm reading the Declaration of Independence. My, my biggest problem is with the uh, a, a really big problem I have right now is with the language of incitement and coup. Even the Libertarian Party said that this was a coup attempt. You know what? I I mean. <laughs> I couldn't be further from the libertarian. I literally, they'd have to pay me to be a member, and they're not going to because I'm not a leftist. So, so it's not going to happen. Yeah. But the libertarian party said that this was a coup. I unsubscribed from their email list as soon as I got that email. Um, that is an embarrassment to coups all around the world. <laughs> the the places that we have overthrown their governments, those people are like, what? That's yeah. a coup? Like, good lord, that looked like a Wednesday. What what are you talking about? That's not a coup. The people didn't even have weapons or a plan. There there was no infrastructure set up. They didn't get any military generals on their side before they did it or anything. This is a joke. And then the idea that somehow we have incitement because people <clears throat> said that uh, maybe Trump said we're going to go down to the Capitol. Now he said that they were going to go down there and peacefully protest in the speech. Thank you, Ben Shapiro, for playing the rest of the speech today where he said that they were going to be peacefully protesting. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not going to hear that anywhere. Um, just because you supported a protest does not mean that you support when the protest devolves into a riot. And that's been a really big issue here that because people supported the protest, that means they supported what the protest ended up devolving into. And that is a really terrible and idiotic and disgusting precedent to try and set for this, because there were a lot of protests over the last year. And here's, this is the problem that a lot of us are going to have. And you should have, is that we've sat here and watched places burn to the ground and people get murdered for the last year. And everyone was completely fine with, not everyone was completely fine with it, but the media made excuses for it. And <clears throat> leftist politicians made excuses for it. And they said, yeah, we want it to be peaceful but, you know, these people have a reason for, for why they're doing that. And then it's the system's fault, you know. And, and so it was a kind of the same thing Trump did on that Wednesday where he said, everyone needs to be peaceful, but this election was stolen. Yeah. Just saying. Right. You guys are right. And I'm with you, but everyone needs to be peaceful. That's the yeah. exact same thing that leftist people said while buildings were literally being burned to the ground and people were being murdered throughout 2020. I also said that the, that the <clears throat> you know, the people that were doing the looting and the violence and burning down business didn't represent the yeah. movement. Well, they were outside actors. They, they came were out, in. They exactly. were agitators. They, they came were agitators. In. They, they weren't the actual BLM protesters, and a lot of them were not. But they immediately started making excuses for how these were outside actors and outside agitators that came in. 
But it, from what happened when the protest evolved into a riot on Wednesday, well, that is, this is a representation of the entire, anyone who's to the right of Joe Biden, this is what they want right here. And, and I, I am not okay with that. And no one else should be okay with that either. Even if you don't like the right, even if you're not a Republican, you got to stand up for principles, for, for constant principles that, that hold up in every single situation. And I'm not going to align myself with people who are fine with a person being murdered or their buildings being burnt down for some other reason that had nothing to do with that person whatsoever when they were fine with that, when they're over here talking about how this is the, you know, the worst thing that happened since 9-11. I'm not okay with it. And I'm not going to align with them on this because they, it, I, I just can't do it. I can condemn this. It was stupid. It was really dumb. People died. That, so that that is very bad. We don't, we're anti-death, actually. Yeah. We didn't we have, have enough Antita members there. That was yeah. the problem. We, we should didn't. have Antita members there inciting peacefulness. We should have bust them in. Yeah. Yeah. It's inciting peace. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And by the way, I was going to say before we go on a little bit further, what's going on with um, with Parler and Twitter and Facebook? Anyone who's on the right still, you know, Republicans that have been calling for Section 230 to be repealed, this is what it looks like right now. Because if you do have any type of incitement that happened or any type of violent rhetoric that led to this happening, these companies don't want to have any legal liability in that whatsoever, especially when, according to, you know, AOC and everyone else in Congress, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in America, in the history of America. You don't want to be someone who allowed that to happen. And so this is what repealing the legal protections looks like. It's almost like the companies got together and said, hey, you guys want 230 gone. This is what it looks like right here. Mm -hmm. This is what Section 230 gone looks like because we can't have anyone who's going to have any legal liabilities on this uh, what, whatsoever. Of course, they only care about one side's legal liabilities, not, not the other side's, but that's none of my business. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. Oh, by the way, the law, the incitement, just so we know, um, the, the legal definition is that a person the insider urges another person or persons to commit a criminal offense. And so what Trump did, what Ted Cruz did, what Josh Hawley did, what anyone else did, Charlie Kirk, who was under fire because he uh, said that he sent 80 buses packed full of people to go to the protest. Now, obviously, he sent 80 buses of people to commit an insurrection yeah. against our democratic government mm -hmm. is what he did not sending people to protest. Right. Um, incitement means that you actually urge someone else to go commit a criminal offense. And if all you said was, go protest at the Capitol, then you, you didn't do anything. And if you said something that made someone mad, like if you said, I don't know, if you said Jeff Bezos is responsible for the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people every year because of healthcare or whatever, and then your supporters uh, put up a guillotine outside his house, um, you're not guilty of the legal definition of incitement. You're guilty of raising the temperature on the whole thing. Maybe an inspiration. You're guilty of inspiration mm -hmm. behind the axe. But you didn't say, you know what we need is a Galdern guillotine outside of Jeff Bezos's house. That's what we need. You know what we need is uh, someone go almost murder Rand Paul. And then we'll all talk about how funny it was. You know, that's that, that would be incitement. You can't be held criminal, criminal, criminally liable for the actions of people that you did not specifically direct them to do. Yeah. You know, nowhere, you in, nowhere in Trump's speech did he say break into the Capitol. He no. didn't say that. He didn't say knock down the doors. He didn't say, you know, drag the police in the streets. He didn't say kill an officer. Never said any of those things. All those took place by actions of individuals who were acting um, nefariously. By the way, the, the left wants you to say that two officers were killed because one of the officers committed suicide yesterday or the day before. Really? One of the officers did, and they've now added that to the death count. Okay. Because if you do something that leads... So we're almost at a mass shooting. If you... Now. Yeah. If you... Well, that's four or more. If you, uh, if you do something that leads to suicide, then you're also guilty of that. Mm. Um, don't talk about the lockdowns. Don't talk about that whatsoever. You know, don't talk about how that leads to to way more suicides, but, but on um, this needs to be added to the death count as well. I've somehow. not seen that. Yeah. I saw it from uh, ABC news yesterday. Wow. So, um, so you know, it's real. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, this is just frustrating, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where we go from here. The left has gone completely insane. Um, it's like trying to argue. Either I feel like we're in a in a mental institution trying to argue with someone. It's not uh, rational, you know. Um, you can't rationalize this. Or men or women or whatever your sex is. Uh, it's like two hours into an argument with your significant other, and you have no idea what you're arguing about anymore at all you know mm. started with something small it led to some really huge thing and now you're arguing about some other kind of crazy thing that no one even knows what the hell's going on but by that time you both said so many hateful things to each other you're both in the right and the wrong <laughs> at that time and all the while you're trying to figure out time travel yeah that's all you're trying to go back with your time machine and <laughs> fix whatever it is he did wrong and uh, that's what this is like right now you're you're that far in you're like what the heck are we even talking about right now because now you're like oh they did this and and even we're like, well, they did this. And then they're like, well, they did that. And all the while, none of us are talking about principles or how we can actually move forward, what, what we can actually do. When we talk about what the left did, we're not excusing what happened at the Capitol. What we are condemning is the, in my opinion, the hypocrisy mm-hmm. and the double standard. And I would like there to be a consistent principle applied across the board to everyone. That's all I want, Yeah, which is what everyone kind of wants. Right. That's really what the what people felt with the protests last year. They want a consistent thing ac- applied across the board. They feel uh, racism is a massive thing, that if you're a person of color, you got a, a higher likelihood of being killed by a police officer. That, uh, and what they want is the same equal treatment that everyone else gets. And Same standard applied. Yeah. And that's what I think people... It, libertarians and people on the right are are pretty upset about right now. And I tweeted earlier, like 7 a.m. this morning, said this is what happened when the right this is what happens when the right acts like the left for a few hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what we get. Not a whole summer. No. Not one month. Not a week. <laughs> they acted like the left for a few hours. Just a few hours. <laughs> and now yeah. now we have to get rid of all of them. Yep. <laughs> get rid of the entire right. Yep. yep because yep. that's what's going on. Uh Kelly Paul's tweet here, which I thought was um was really good. She tweeted the CEO of, of Twitter said, Hey, at Jack, remember how for the last three years you have allowed thousands of hateful tweets celebrating my husband's assault and encouraging more violence against him. I do. Now she's speaking about his neighbor attacking him, but not only that, do you remember the, the hateful and in, you know, I want to say incitement to violence because it was, there were several people actually threatening directly. People um, actually calling for the violence against the other yes, people. Yes. You know? Whenever they were attacked outside of a protest by a mob and followed. Um, and all of that was allowed. It was completely allowed. I thought the cops mowed down everyone with their automatic weapons out there. No, no oh. that, that didn't happen. Okay. No. But the, you mean that sitting U.S. senator could have literally been killed in a few seconds by that mob because, you know, they didn't really do much of anything? Very easily. It yeah. took, what, 30, 45 minutes for them to get enough police officers to surround them, yeah. basically, to get them out of there? Yeah. And so, and, they, you know, no problem with that. That's just, that's just the, you know, the voice of the frustrated. Well, it's because Rand Paul didn't care about Breonna Taylor. Right. <laughs> no, you just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. Yeah. And that's, oh my God, whenever he's the one that introduced <laughs> justice the for Justice Taylor. for Breonna Taylor Act. Yeah. So it's the, you know, it's the double standards. It's obviously the left has control right now of the interwebs. Now, of course, you know, I guess we could start our own space company and mm-hmm. we can launch satellites into space if we can get past the government regulations and we compete with Musk and Bezos. And just paid SpaceX to put some satellites up. Right. Then we can have satellite internet. 60 million bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. Not a bad deal. Not, no. Y'all get your Patreon don- donations in. <laughs> All right. We're going to we, put some satellites up there. We need more people to donate. Yeah. <laughs> so we get some satellites. That's the goal. Another part of the hypocrisy is now you're seeing from the left. I even saw it from um, Robert Reich earlier, who now they'll rightly point out, in my opinion, they'll, they'll mostly rightly point out that the right was completely okay saying businesses should be able to do whatever they want when it came to a baker refusing to bake a cake. And the right was uh, all over that. Now, unfortunately, some of this ruling came down to religious aspects and not the right of a person to associate with people that they do 
want to associate with and not associate with people who they don't want to associate with. And that's what it actually should have came down on. That actually came down on religious freedoms. So if you're not religious, then you don't have the right to not associate with people if you don't want to, I guess. But he rightly pointed out that the the right said, well, that's a private, private business. He should be able to do whatever he wants. But what he missed was he was also saying that the private business shouldn't be able to do whatever they want. Right. <laughs> so that there's more hypocrisy here when when now you're hearing from the left, well, it's a private business. They can do whatever they want. If they don't want to serve someone, they don't have to. Yeah. And they're they're right about I'm not gonna force Twitter, Facebook, or Amazon or anyone to do any business with anyone that they don't want to. Our, For whatever reason. Our goal should be to force the government to allow other people to enter into the market. It shouldn't be to force Amazon and Twitter and Facebook to do things. Right. But they're not doing that. The left is now saying that private businesses can associate with whoever they want to. But of course, they don't really hold that principle to be true. It depends on whatever the wokeness factor is. It depends on the woke. There is a there is a wokeness index. There's a woke crazy index that the uh, matrix yeah. that this has to go up, you know, and that doesn't this does not uh, reach the wokeness index. So that is I think that's why we have all the arguments. If if in my opinion, in 2020, if the left, the media, AOC, Bernie, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, all these people would have been saying all of this violence is wrong. Arrest everyone that's at these protests that turn in the riots. Arrest every single person that you saw stealing and, and that you saw setting buildings on fire. This is absolutely wrong. Any kind of violence is bad. If Twitter and Facebook would have been out there going and banning all of the Antifa accounts and all the BLM people who were, who were inciting violence out there, or the new standard is in, inspiring violence is, is the actual standard. If they would have done that all through 2020, then this would be a completely different situation right now, in my opinion, because we wouldn't be able to say, well, BLM did it, and everyone said this about it, and now everyone's saying this about this, and okay, at least the standard's being applied evenly. But it's not. It's you know, and I'm reminded as well, of, um, remember when I believe uh, it was the... Uh, NWO that came out with F the police, right? Or, uh, I can't, uh, I don't want to be on record as saying that. 1988, <laughs> I think. Um, and of course that was challenged. A lot of people, you know, thought that that was inciting violence and everything like that. And that was challenged. And the Supreme court upheld that it was free speech. You can say that if you want to, you're yeah. not, you're not in your song. You're not going to tell NWA. people. NWA. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I said NWO. Oh, man, you're so white. <laughs> NWA. Oh, God. I also was born in 1988, okay? <laughs> so I, st I still remember the song. Yeah. But um, obviously that was that kind I'm of... I'm singing it right now in my head. Yeah, that kind of pushed, <laughs> um, let's say, the underground, underground hip-hop towards mainstream uh, because obviously any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. So <laughs> when that started getting a lot of publicity, then uh, a lot of more people started listening to it. But... But it became, it was challenged, obviously, because a lot of people were upset. Uh, you know, was it inciting violence? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was challenged, and the Supreme Court upheld that it was free speech. Now, of course, they ended up getting the explicit stickers passed in 1992, I believe, yeah. somewhere around there. So you had four years of free music, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, actually, you had, a, you had a lot of years of music that wasn't censored. But I mean, shoot, baby, it's cold outside. It's no longer on the airwaves. <laughs> it is it, some places. But <laughs> but anyway, what I'm getting at is that people should be allowed to say just about anything, literally, unless you're directly threatening someone, um, then you should be. Now, should you say those things? No, you shouldn't. There There are moral reasons why you shouldn't say certain things, right? Um, I can think of several good examples. Let's say, let's say the F word, and I'm referring to um, like the the gay F word. I don't have a better way of saying it. Yeah. Um, which Justin Thomas said yesterday playing golf, and mm. he's going to get in a lot of trouble for that. Ooh. Uh, he missed a putt and and said he just he said something that rhymes with maggot. Yelled something about a about a bassoon. Yes. <laughs> out there, There's another look it up. He did. So I, <laughs> you know, that's not a word. I think now comedians use it. Dave Chappelle used it last yeah. year in a stand up. Um but it's not something that I would that I would think that you would call someone because that's derogatory towards them. It's like yeah. it's not, 
Now, should you get in trouble and canceled because you said that word? No, I don't. I don't think you should. Um, same with all kinds of other words. The content to me is what exactly. matters. Exactly. Yeah. It matters how you say it. And people should not be canceled for saying those things, whether they did it 20 years ago or 100 years ago, because here's the thing. We're all imperfect people. And the freedom of speech is so paramount to fleshing out ideas and for the culture to decide what's what's good and what's not good. You have to be able to speak freely to understand these things because we're all ignorant, stupid people. Yeah. Right. Until you put your ideas out there and, you know, whether people accept the idea or reject them, you have to be able to put the idea out there. And the problem with this censorship thing is, and we talked about this last year, I believe, or the year before the problem with this, with canceling Alex Jones and all these other people, all you're doing is you're sending these people underground. And then what happens? It's just going to keep getting more and more violent because these people are getting frustrated. They feel like they don't have a voice. And what happens when you feel like you're backed into a corner? Well, you fight, you try to fight your way out of it. Try to riot at the Capitol. Yeah. Yeah. That's (laughs) the problem. So now are these companies inciting violence through their actions? You know, because they're backing people into a corner where they don't feel like they belong anywhere. They're inspiring violence. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, so. Inspirement. You know, the whole thing, you know, I, well, I flip back and forth because I can understand people's frustrations when you, when you feel like you, you can't say anything. Um, That's not even wrong necessarily. You know, Ron Paul getting banned from Facebook. What did he do? I got banned from Facebook and Instagram three times now (laughs) for violating community standards. And I have no idea what I did. Literally zero idea. I do. The only thing I can think, there's a few things I can think of. One, I went an all out assault on the white fragility book (laughs) because that piece of literature is absolutely disgusting and abhorrent to me. And so I, I remember having conversations with people about that book. And I was, I'm curious if that conversation got me reported by somebody who didn't like what I was saying about white fragility. And that's possible. And I can't think of, I literally was racking my brain because they don't tell you what you did wrong. Yeah. They don't tell you what post it was. They don't tell you if it was a comment, a reply. They don't tell you any, you can't learn from your mistakes. You just violated community standards. So I've been through it and it's very frustrating and people feel like they're back into the corner. They can't, the up is down and down is up, right is left and left is right. And so now what do you do? What is a, and again, we're all stupid chimpanzees or you can, you can even call us rats if you want to. <laughs> what Lobsters. What, what does a rat do when it's trapped in a bucket? It tries to claw its way out. And it tries <laughs> to claw its way out. That's what it does. Yeah. That's a, that's an animal instinct that you revert back to. And so when we, this, this division, the tribalism, the, the assaults on both sides, it's just, if it, if it doesn't, if we don't find a way around it, it's going to keep festering to a boiling point. And yeah, I don't think we're actually at the boiling point no, yet. No, no, that was a prelude. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, those people were, were, were unarmed, at least mostly in our, I still have not seen a picture of anyone with a gun. I've, I haven't seen a video or picture of anybody with a gun but besides police. Th- they're still well known as being armed protesters, like all the media outlets, yes. somehow. Somehow. I didn't just say Well, it. they were armed with flagpoles. That's right, Nate. They, they had, had spears. They had objects. Yeah, they had spears. <laughs> exactly, and horns. <laughs> yeah, that's what they had. You've got to go, don't you? Oh, yeah, soon. So let's wrap this up. Like in a minute? <laughs> no, I got 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, well... um. I wanted to say something real quick on, you know, we we did a conversation about how in any situation you should try and figure out why this is your fault. And so I do think that mainly that Republicans and libertarians too, we need to figure out, we need to look at the situation and we need to figure out why this is our fault, because that's the only thing that you can really fix. You can't fix any other people. What could you have done better? And so my main message to the Republican Party is that I'll just say it this way. This is your fault. The part of your blame here is your is your fault. And to me, the fault lies on the fact that you've had no principles for the last hundred years, that you've compromised after compromise of giving away other people's individual liberties for for hundred years now, 
that you've allowed the government to continue to grow to the size that it is right now, and you were okay with the government as long as you were in control of it, and that you were guilty of the same thing that we talk about the left, which is that you never know who's going to be in control of the government, and that you were completely complicit in that and being okay with the growth of the, of the government as long as your guy was in charge right then. And that that is one of the main reasons that we got to this point right now. So Republicans need to take 100% of that blame. There should have been no compromise on, well, I guess I'll give away people's individual liberties without their permission this time. That should have never happened. You can take it back to taxation itself if you want to, to numerous wars, to all kinds of other things. But all of those little compromises led us to where we're at right now, because the main problem everyone has is that the government is too big. That is the main, all the arguments about everything is that the government is too big. Even people from the BLM riots, Antifa, their, their trouble is really with the government. They're talking about people being killed by the government. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what they're upset with. All right. So take the blame that you can and figure out how you're going to go forward. Like Rand Paul said on Wednesday, and honestly, to, uh, depressingly, I think he's right. He said this just set back intellectual conversation, intelligent conversation for a generation. And it did. We will not be able to have a conversation that does not lead back to this, like people lead back to Hitler and all their conversations so they can try and win an argument. Every conversation will lead back to this right now. So we just set ourselves back. But what can you do to plan for the future if you're a Republican, if you're in the Republican Party? Seems and that like 58 is, people. Yeah, that is, that is, yeah, that is lift up the people in your party like Rand Paul, like Thomas Massey, like you should have done for Justin Amash before you pushed him out or before he decided to leave. And people like Mike Lee, um, all these kinds of people that, that, that really push for constitutionality all the time, no matter how unpopular it is. People have, those people have been at risk for losing any type of endorsement from the Republican Party and Republican support because they didn't take care of X thing that was part of the voter base that they wanted. And the party has been totally fine with ditching those people and continuing to move towards a bigger government over and over again, every single election cycle. So we got one Rand Paul out there and one Thomas Massey out there and everyone else, almost everyone else is totally fine with the government having all the power as long as their person's at the helm of it. Mm -hmm. So it's your fault. Take the responsibility and move more towards the actual, just say the, I'm not even going to say libertarian. Go by the mother effing constitution, the actual constitution. The Republicans' goal should be to create a platform and a government that Thomas Jefferson would not want to ride at the Capitol over. Okay? Because even with the Republicans in charge, Thomas Jefferson would have brought his rifles to the Capitol too. Even with your guy in charge, Donald, Donald Trump to Thomas Jefferson is a brutal, evil king to Thomas Jefferson. Okay, so make sure that you make your party and your platform align with the actual Constitution. That's what I would say. There's no more this wishy-washy individual liberties are important, but that people own themselves. But unless I'm in charge, that kind of thing, because then you create a line and other people get to draw the line. They get to gerrymander your rights all over the place. And not that the Constitution is perfect or the end-all be-all, but because there are, you know, there's a lot of libertarians that think that the Constitution doesn't do enough. It's not that. What it, what it is is that at least that's a good starting point. That's yeah. a set. That's a, a foundational principle that we can, if we get back to the Constitution, which I don't think will happen, but if we got there, yeah. just imagine <clears throat> what kind of world we could have. It's a hell of a goal. Yes. You know, just set that as, what if everyone, all the Republicans said, if this doesn't adhere to the Constitution, then we will not go for it at all. We just won't. Mm -hmm. We won't do it. I think that that's a pretty good target, and Republicans are going to have to, um, yes, we can all point it to hypocrisy to left, but this all happened because you were complicit in allowing the government to grow this big. So take the responsibility and fix that, or we're just going to keep going in this direction. That's right. So... All right, y'all. That's about all I got to say about that, man. If y'all want to start trading 
Tomorrow is the day, all right? Use the promo code SAVE20 to get 20% off your first two months at the Liberty Trading Academy, which is mastermindstonks.com. The link is in the show notes. So go to mastermindstonks.com. Started a brand new strategy today. We're going to be, uh, I just did a video, like we just did a video like an hour long explaining the strategy for everyone. And we do several other strategies. If you want to learn how to read charts, you don't have to know a word yet when it comes to the stock market. But what you can do is go to that class and the, uh, 200 and something videos that are on there and start watching, learn the basics and then learn the strategies that we trade. Follow us in the morning, watch us trade live, do all of those things. You can go to mastermysongs.com and become self-sufficient. That is a way that you can not worry about what's going on right now. Because mm-hmm. Charlie went short on Twitter today. He I did. He, you know, life handed him lemons and he didn't say after lemons and bail. No. He's making, he's making lemonade. I am. <laughs> and, and I love it. Yeah. She probably should have went short on all the social media platforms. <laughs> but uh, yeah, mastermystocks, mastermytrades.com. And uh, guys, follow along because we're doing a, as Nate mentioned, the a new strategy. Well, it's new to the class, not new. But uh, we're literally doing that for the entire year. So if you want to follow along on the journey, then go sign up. Two days for free. You get to look at it and say, look at this. And then be like, oh my God, this is so good. I I can't wait to jump in. Because if you don't, you're actually losing money. Then you get a seven-day free trial when you do sign up. I know. It's absolutely incredible. There's no better deal out there around mastermytrades.com. Sign up for Patreon. Folks, get in on this live group. We got a lot of new people coming to hang out and join join us. So we really appreciate that. Um, it's li- literally five bucks a month. You can sign up for the whole year now and get a 15% discount. Mm. So it's absolutely amazing. Go sign up, patreon.com slash goodmorningliberty. And then as always, all the free things that you can do, which is share the show with a friend. We keep getting more and more listeners. uh, So please continue to share the show with a friend. Hit that subscribe button if you're a first-time listener and keep the conversation going as as long as we can on the current applications that we're on. (laughs) And when um, if if we get kicked off, then there will be other avenues and we'll let you guys know about those. So anyway, keep up. Uh, that probably reminds me, sign up for, um, go to our website and sign up for the email list so that you guys can stay in contact with us just in case something happens. We don't know. Um, we obviously, we advocate for liberty. And so when you advocate for liberty, obviously you're part of um, the, the problem. People, the, you're part of the problem. You're part <laughs> of the people that are hated. Yeah. So um, sign up, stay in contact with us. And if you guys do all of that, all of it, I want to see all those emails come in. We'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you guys have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.